Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. All right, so today we're going to talk about integrity. What is integrity? Albert Einstein says that whoever is careless with the truth in small matters cannot be trusted with important matters. Martin Luther King Jr. says, the time is always right to do what is right. To me, Integrity is doing the right thing when nobody else is looking, doing the right thing even when it's hard, and doing the right thing even when nobody else is doing the right thing. So I want you to think back to a time that you did something that you knew that you shouldn't have done, and then you tried to cover it up so that you wouldn't get in trouble. In order to stay out of trouble, maybe you had to tell a little lie and pretend like it didn't happen. For example, when I was in ninth grade, I lived in the country with my mom and my younger brother, who was in sixth grade at the time. My brother was known for playing with fire. There had been two occasions where he almost caught our house on fire. So during this time, we burned our paper trash in a fire pit in the backyard because we didn't have a trash service out in the middle of nowhere. Well, my brother and I thought it would be fun to play with the fire. So we got some big sticks and we were catching them on fire and swinging them around. And my stick flew out of my hand and landed in the tall grass, not too far from where our fire pit was. Did I mention that it was summertime and we hadn't had a whole lot of rain up to that point? Yes. So the grass was dry. As you can imagine, the grass went up in flames, like almost immediately. We ran as fast as we could to go inside and get my mom and grab the hose so that we could put the fire out. It took us several hours to get that fire under control, but thankfully we were able to put it out. Well, my mom wasn't too happy about that incident, as you can imagine, and she wanted to know what happened and who did it. I didn't want to get in trouble, so I blamed it on my brother. And since my brother was known for playing with fire, my mom didn't even think twice about the lie that I told her. My brother got in so much trouble that day. But you know the sad part about that? I actually covered up that lie for over three years before my mom actually found out who started that fire. Over the course of that time, hiding the truth, I had to tell lie after lie after lie to keep me from being the one to get in trouble. Because time and time again, my brother was like, I didn't do it. She did it. So this is when I was in ninth grade. I didn't become a Christian until I was in 12th grade. And after I became a Christian, I knew that I needed to apologize to my mom for lying and to my brother for lying and getting him in trouble. And so this was something that went on for a long time. 
So maybe you can relate. Maybe it didn't have anything to do with starting a fire, but maybe with your schoolwork. So maybe you told your parents that you finished your history assignment so that you could go somewhere with your friends and you hadn't really even started it yet. And it was due the next day. Internally, you're thinking, I can do this later. But you get home, now it's bedtime, and you still haven't done your history assignment. And you're really tired. So you start it, but you fall asleep while you're trying to complete it. You wake up in the morning, you're rushing to get a shower, you eat breakfast, you run out the door so that you're on time for school, only to remember you never actually finished your assignment. Now you have a problem because you're known for completing your assignments. You're known for having good grades. So you can either tell your teacher that you didn't do your assignment or you can cover it up with a lie and say, oh man, I left it at home or oh, I don't know what happened to it. It's, it's missing. You can come up with a lie to cover up what you did. Then without even realizing it, your teacher is now concerned because you usually do your homework and you've never missed turning in an assignment. So your teacher calls your parents, she's concerned, and she asks them, hey, is there something going on at home? Because it's not like her to not turn in her assignments. Now, the parents are starting to question, did she actually do her assignment? It comes out that you didn't do your assignment. And guess what happens? The trust between you and your parents is broken down because they found out that you lied to them. Trust is the foundation to every single relationship. And not only did you lie to your parents, but you also lied to your teacher. And now trust there has been broken down. So at this moment in time, it's a great time to fess up and to apologize. But do you see how making the wrong choices not only affects you, but also affects those who are around you? Our choices don't only affect us, but they affect those who are around us. So we didn't just compromise our integrity when we didn't turn in that homework assignment and then we lied about it. We broke down the trust between our parents and the trust with our teacher. As I said before, trust is the foundation of every relationship. This is why it's super important to walk in integrity. And as we said, I'm going to keep saying this over and over again, because I want you to hear this. If you mess up, be quick to make it right. There are always consequences to our actions. We make good choices. We get rewarded for it. We make bad choices. We'll have consequences that we need to pay. Even if those choices aren't found out right away, we'll still be paying the consequences for them. Remember, as we said earlier, integrity is doing the right thing when nobody is looking. It's doing the right thing even when it's hard. And it's doing the right thing even when nobody else is doing the right thing. Integrity is something that I had to work on a lot over the years. See, I grew up poor. I grew up with a family that was very dysfunctional and I didn't want my friends to know how dysfunctional they were. So I lied a lot just to make my life look normal and not look messed up. So integrity was something that I had to work on for a long time. Sometimes though, I still mess up, but it's so important to fess up immediately. Apologize immediately and say, you know what? What I did was wrong and it's not okay. You know, don't try to hide it. It's when we keep things in the dark that the trouble really begins. When sin is brought out into the light, only then is when the healing can begin. So real quick, I want to encourage you to take this test on integrity. So I'm going to give you a phrase and I want you to think, yes, I've done this or no, I have not. Okay. Number one, 
Before making a choice you knew that you should not have made, you thought, nobody will see me. It'll be okay. Number two, before making a choice you knew that you should not have made, you thought, well, everybody else is doing it. Why can't I? Number three, before making that choice you knew you shouldn't have made, you thought, I know what I should do, but I'm afraid of what others will think. And then number four, this is the last one. Before making a choice that you knew you shouldn't have made, you thought, it's so tempting. I'll do it just this one time. If you answered yes to any of those questions, there is no condemnation for you. As I said before, I have come a long way since I was a teen, but I still mess up. So if you said yes to any of these questions, here is my encouragement for you. When you're faced with the temptation to make a decision that you know that you should not do, choose to make the right decision anyway. When nobody's looking, when it's hard, and when everybody else is making the wrong decision. And if you mess up, if you fall into that temptation, talk to whoever it is that you need to talk to to make it right. Ask them for forgiveness. Talk to God about it. Ask God for forgiveness. And then keep moving on, continuing to make that next right decision. And what if you mess up a hundred times? You do the same thing a hundred times. You fess up, you ask forgiveness, and then make the next right choice. So I'm going to read a couple of verses from Proverbs 12, starting with 13 and 14. This is in the Passion Translation of the Bible, and it says this, The wicked will get trapped by their words of gossip, slander, and lies. But for the righteous, and that word righteous is just talking about if you've given your life to the Lord, you're walking with God. That's what that word righteous means. But for the righteous, honesty is its own defense. For there is great satisfaction in speaking the truth. Now skipping down to Proverbs 12, 17. Truthfulness marks the righteous, but the habitual liar can never be trusted. How many of us know somebody who lies a lot? And we can't trust a word that comes out of their mouth. Verse 19, truthful words will stand the test of time, but one day every lie will be seen for what it is. And then lastly, verse 22, live in truth and keep your promises and the Lord will keep delighting in you. And that's so true. When we speak the truth, we don't have to remember all the lies that we told to those who are around us. And we have so much more peace. Know that when you mess up, that God is not mad at you. He's ready for you to come to him with his arms of love wide open for you, ready to forgive you. And know that you don't have to walk this alone. Talk to God daily. Ask him to help you to be bold enough and courageous enough to make those right decisions, even when it's hard. And then lastly, I want to encourage you with a story from the life of Daniel. We can read this story in Daniel chapter six. So Daniel, he loved God with all his heart, and he lived his life with integrity. Everyone knew that they could trust Daniel to do the right thing. So much so that he was able to capture the attention of King Darius and became one of the governors over the land. But King Darius, because he knew he could trust Daniel because of Daniel's integrity, he was looking at Daniel to make Daniel second in command to him over all of the other governors and rulers in his kingdom. However, when the other governors and rulers found this out, they were not very happy about it. They were jealous. 
So instead of doing the right thing themselves and walking in integrity and gaining the respect of the king that way, the way that Daniel did, these governors and rulers, they plotted together to find a way that they could bring Daniel down. But the only thing that they could find was that Daniel truly loved God and was loyal to him. So these governors and rulers came up with a plan and presented it to King Darius. Basically, they began to butter him up, telling him how amazing of a king he was, and then slowly slipped in their plan of what they wanted him to do. They presented to the king in that moment that he should make a decree that whoever bows down to anyone else other than King Darius, this is including God, in the next 30 days, that they should be thrown into the den of lions. And the king was all for it. I mean, he was getting buttered up. He was feeling good. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Now, Daniel was faced with a choice. If he worshipped God, he would be put to death. If he worshipped King Darius, he would be disobedient to God. However, I love that for Daniel, it wasn't even a challenging decision for him to make. He knew he'd rather face death than to put someone else before God. Daniel 6.10 says, Now when Daniel knew that the writing, the plan was signed, he went home. And guess what Daniel did? The first thing that Daniel did was he worshipped God. He did what was right when nobody else was looking. He did what was right even when it was hard. And he did what was right even when nobody else was doing what was right. And the same thing can be true for you. You can rise up with that excellent spirit, the same spirit that Daniel had on the inside of him. You can walk in integrity and you can stand out and be a difference maker in the lives of the people who are around you. They're going to look at you and be like, why are you so different? I want what you have. Don't be afraid to stand up in integrity. Don't be afraid to do what is right. So back to Daniel, long story short, the governors and the rulers found Daniel worshiping God and had him thrown into the den of lions. But praise God, because Daniel trusted God and put his faith in God, Daniel was protected from all harm. Those lions didn't even touch him. Know that God is so faithful and that he loves you so much and that he's there for you just like he was there for Daniel. Don't feel like you have to be alone in this. God loves you so much. All right. So as we say every single week, I want you to repeat after me and just really mean it from your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. Have an incredible week and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see, How incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging. But God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. 
At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.